0: hey everyone this is jason and welcome to the bold moves only podcast today we have michael simmons author of the pain a black man's poetic reflections on emotional pain and mental distress i've chatted with michael a few times and i'm glad i finally got him on the podcast I connected with Michael over our love for sports. In the book, he talks about how sports were initially an outlet for him to deal with some of the issues he was having, but it ultimately just exacerbated them, which I think I can somewhat relate to as playing baseball was once something that was an escape where no matter what, I had a place where I could be completely free from whatever was going on outside, but it ended up being the thing that gave me the most stress and anxiety outside. So there was a period of time where it honestly just destroyed me and I was scared to really talk about it to the people who could have probably helped me the most. But Michael, who has struggled in the past with mental health issues and worked hard to overcome them, wanted to speak out, write a book, and inspire others to be more open and better understand how to deal with them. He's really just getting started, and I look forward to seeing the incredible things he will do in the near future. Let's get into it. (laughs) Hey, Michael, welcome to the Bold Moves Only podcast.
1: Thank you, man. It means a lot to be here.
0: So you wrote a book, The Pain, where you share your struggle with mental health. Can you talk a yeah. bit about what this book is to you and what made you want to write it in the first place? Um. Well,
1: I have been saying, like, I normally just joke about stuff. And they normally, it normally comes true, but I normally just joke it like, oh, I'm going to write a book about my life one day. I used to say that all the time. And then, like, Growing up, there's a lot of, like, stuff in my life that happened I was just kind of, it was a lot of childhood trauma. Not a lot, but, like, a lot to remember, like, to it still impacts me today. And I really was just, I write for therapeutic reasons because that's normally how I get stuff out because I normally don't really express the words sometimes depending on the person. So writing is just always a way to express, like, how I'm feeling at the moment or stuff like that. So I was watching the Breakfast Club interview, and it spoke, and Jasmine Settlement spoke on how she just felt like she wasn't good enough and how she had to change herself for people. And I kind of felt that sort of in a way. And I just started writing about it. And that's when I, be, that's when I came with, up with the book, like the pain. We just make it about mental health and stuff.
0: So, And what kind of a response did you get from the people around you after you wrote the book? You, like, you, like your friends, your family, strangers who read the book? Uh, a lot of people
1: were just like inspired because they, a lot of people tell me it's like everyday life. It's like, it's what normally what a man goes through. But you, they don't really express it, and you just found a way to express it and share it to the world who, for people who feel like insecure about themselves. Because a lot of people really related. I tried to make it short and just simple, but a lot of people really related to it though. And as far as like my friends, they were just inspired. A lot of people were saying like that. How do I write a book? I want to write a book about something like this. So a lot of people were really inspired, and a lot of people like were just like thankful that they had something to go to with how they're feeling that was relatable to them. Because a lot of men don't really look for things to express themselves like their feelings and emotions and stuff
0: yeah yeah and you mentioned that you were taught that expressing your feelings painted you as weak how long were you just holding everything in and, and when did you realize the importance of expressing yourself and how you're feeling
1: mm. when i was young when i was younger probably like 12 13 we would we played football and then if you cried during football it was just like ah, uh, you acting like a girl like emotions like as far as showing your emotions other than anger really it was like oh you're acting like a girl like if you're shy you're acting like a girl you know what i'm saying so i had to like trick my mind or like find a way to convince myself that this is normal this is what people do like and my mom says that a lot like this is that's a normal feeling and my dad kind of understands my dad's kind of like a tough guy too but he understands like the feelings part like he understands that you're going you to go through a lot in your life and you have to really find a way to express that. And you're not weak if you express yourself and feel some type of way how you're feeling. You're not painting as weak. It's just human emotion, really.
0: Yeah. I mean, for me personally, like I struggled a lot when I was playing baseball in college. Um, and I felt like I just, I just wasn't allowed to say anything, especially to the coaches. So I'm wondering, how much do you think that mental health is disregarded in sports specifically? Ooh. Um, I think... I don't know, cause
1: I one of my friends, Ken. He's one, he's one of my good friends. He's he's a little younger than me. Like he's been through a lot in his life. Like he's been through a lot, like a, a lot that a lot of people can't imagine. And sports is like his only way to escape. So if it's negative environment, and his only escape, it's just like, what is he supposed to do? Cause he's not really getting an escape at home in his personal life, and he's not finding an escape in basketball. So I feel like people need to take that more serious as far as like when it comes to players, like especially certain people. Certain people can't handle a lot. A lot of people can't handle a lot. So I feel like you have to know how to talk to people. I feel like that needs to be a skill when it comes to sports as far as coaching. Like, you you got to find a way to connect with your players. And that just shows successful teams. You find a way to connect with your players on a level that's not going to kill them or, like, not going to mentally drain them or not going to have them insecure within their game or themselves. And they don't want to play it anymore when they fell in love with it. You know what I'm saying?
0: And, and you you played basketball, but you stopped. But you clearly love it because you're still very much involved in it. I'm wondering, like, what was that point when you realized this is not good for me and you stepped away? Uh, my senior year, it was like my senior year.
1: I really wasn't having a good season, but it was just more, like I was doing, everything else was going good, but it was like, I was just like having a stressful season. Like I was just stressing myself out. Like it was, and it was, yeah, it was just stressing me out. and. um I really just wasn't having fun. Like, playing wasn't fun. I wasn't working as hard. And normally, I'm a, I'm a guy who, likes when I do something, I try to give it all. Like, I try to give it my all and put my 100% in it. And I felt like I wasn't doing that. And then I was still forcing myself to play. I tried to play college, but it just wasn't for me. Like, I wasn't having fun at all. It was more like – it felt like more what, are you, what else can you do type instead of, like, you can find other things to make you happy. That's pretty much what I that's – that's what I had to get out of, to so fully just be done. We're like playing
0: and stuff. And, and I think you're really starting to see athletes coming out, talking about their struggles with mental health, like Hayden Hurst, Kevin Love, more recently, yeah. Simone Biles. But I feel yeah. like it, I mean it's definitely a really new thing. Um, and we've talked about athletes get better a bit, something you plan to work on more soon. Maybe you can talk about that. But also, like, what would you say to encourage athletes to seek help and speak up instead of bottling everything up? I would say...
1: It's always somebody you have to find certain people, even people you might not be close with, but who give you great advice, who give you like who who are sympathetic and who understand. Like a lot of people, I think it's a, a lot of people say please cliche because they don't really understand. Like being an athlete is a tough thing. Like I I don't think like fans like even fans in the NBA when they just trash the players and talk bad about the players, I don't think they really understand what players go through. Like. You have to make sure you're on your P's and Q's always in college. You have to get, you have to make sure you have good grades. You have to make sure you're going to practice and doing all this. So I think I don't know. I feel like just finding somebody to talk to is is the biggest thing. Finding somebody to talk to who who understands and will give you real advice and not just gonna be feel sorry for you because I feel like that doesn't help. Like really, just finding people.
0: Yeah. Also, one thing that I'll never forget, my first semester um of college I was playing baseball at Pepperdine University and mm. it was a to say the least a huge struggle it's not worth going into the whole story but I'll never forget someone went up to the coach and said like do you do you even have any idea what was going on with him and kind of explaining what was happening and he said he didn't say anything how am mm. I supposed how am I supposed to know he didn't say anything and I like I never Like I think about that all the time. Yeah,
1: you have to say. I feel like you have to say something, because it's like how you. The same thing happened to me. It's like how do I want people to to feel like or help me and understand how I'm feeling when I don't express it. That's one thing. That's really why I wrote the book, so people could really understand and feel feel how I was feeling like in those moments, you know. So. I feel like you just have to if ex- you have to express it to somebody. I think expressing it to somebody is is really important. I, you can't bottle everything, and you can't really do things on your own because you're not really alone. Like you may feel alone in those moments, you might feel alone, but you're not really alone. It's always somebody who's either going through the same thing or that understands what you're going through.
0: Yeah, definitely. And there's one thing that I kind of want to get deeper into from your book. Can you break down what you mean when you said ego? turns his joy into self-doubt yeah so
1: so for me ego is like whenever it's sometimes i still my ego sometimes still gets the best of me sometimes ego is like whenever whenever someone makes me feel some type of way that i don't like or whenever i or whenever I'm i'm down in the dumps i will like it's like it's like a mind trick like Oh, uh, right now, like what I used to do at first, I had to check myself. What I used to do is like when somebody would say something I didn't like, I'll just be like, "I'm a best-selling author. Why are you talking to me?" Like that's my, yeah, that's my ego speaking. So it's just like I had to check it because normally when I constantly do that, it's always like I always start feeling bad, or like, and it's like I'm tr- really just tricking myself every day, and like I'm hurting other people as well. And I just didn't like that.
0: Yeah, I, I honestly I don't I don't remember who it was, but I was listening to someone else on some other podcast and they said you know whenever you get upset whenever you get mad check your ego yeah and ever since then i feel like i just like every single time i just i don't know it creates so much more peace for me when i can just take a step back and be like jason check yourself is this your yeah is this your ego talking yeah sex and um So it seems like you have really found peace but is this something that you think you still need to like keep working on really hard of course Yeah. it's it's a never-ending
1: battle but as as you go like through certain stuff you find better ways to cope and better ways to like get back on track and like faster ways since you've dealt with it before or you kind of find yourself slipping sometimes you'd be like oh i gotta get back on track so yeah i've been that's been really important for me like and i've just been I take pride in like my mental, like meditating at least once or twice or three times a week and really just praying and really just, just being like finding that humbleness within me. Like, I think that's one thing that I'm, that that's helping me be able to just deal with my problems better, I think.
0: Mm, Yeah. And also in the book, you talk about how more self-love would change the world. Like what is self-love to you exactly? and, And how would it change the world? Self-love to me, I think self-love is really like
1: self-love is really being selfless, I think, because for me, like truly, truly, whenever I do stuff for people, whenever I can help people and like people really who need it and it doesn't really affect me, but it affects them in a big way. I feel like that's self-love, like you feel so good about yourself that you're willing to help anybody to get to that feeling of yourself, like how you feel, you want them to feel the same way. I feel like that's really what self-love is.
0: And what, what are your goals? Like wh- what's next for you? after all this
1: um i really i'm working on writing a script some of my my friends like their parents are like really like i don't wanna say famous but like they have like a nice following so they they just like put me through tasks and like i'm really trying to write a script that's one thing i'm really working on writing a script and then i'm working on an audio book coming soon just about like self-reflecting and stuff really just about self-reflecting like really truly because that's something we have to do every day, self-reflect. That's one, that's my basis probably of my next audio book. And um, I really just fall in, really just falling in love with the media and the camera stuff, really just finding like a love for it again, just telling stories. Really. That's really a, all I got next plan.
0: Yeah. That's what I've been seeing. I mean, it seems like you're, you're working a lot with athletes and I'm wondering if, you know, everything that you've been saying here is something that you, you talk a lot with these athletes that you work with.
1: Yeah. I, I don't want to say I'm, I know some like some of the top at like power 5 athletes some of the darkest stuff they've been through cuz I feel like they just feel comfortable talking to me about stuff so I think I don't know I feel like my connection with people is the reason like I'm I know so many big athletes and I can do some of the things I do is cuz I feel like I connect to people really well but I think that yeah that's really much it. Hmm.
0: And last question something I ask everyone what would you say to someone who wants to make a positive change but doesn't know where to start? Mm. I would say you got to
1: start within yourself first. If you're not consistently positive, consistently in the, in the right mind for like a long period of time, I feel like you can't really help people the way they need to be helped. Um, and also just going like, I feel like we we're so fearful of the unknown that we don't really just attack on things. And I feel like once you attack and do something, people will follow. If people really, truly understand and feel what you're saying or feel what you're trying to promote I feel like then anything is possible if you just go and not really be fearful like you got to go in like strong and just really just have no fear that's one thing I allow myself to do is just have no fear when it comes to trying to spread positivity I don't really feel insecure about spreading positivity anymore like I just went in and then people attracted to it so I think that's just going in and finding positivity within yourself consistently that's what I said
0: absolutely and and I feel like you know that's somewhat related to bold moves only and I guess what would what would you say for someone who's trying to start something and it, it, it just takes a ton of time it takes a really long time and you need to be super patient well patience is a
1: big thing for me with the whole uh, scouting thing like I've I've met a lot of people along the way that have been helping me so patience for me is What I did for pace like to show my patience and just to just enjoy what I'm I try to enjoy what I'm doing now. Like sometimes if I feel like I'm worried too much about my future, I'll close my eyes and just tell myself, enjoy the moment now. Like enjoy this, because this will soon be the past that you talk about. You know what I'm saying? So I try to enjoy it. And for me, I just did the work and then and then if I asked for help, a lot of people, like a lot of my mentors now would tell me back then, like, I've been doing this for a while. So you're just gonna have to do some work first. So you can show me that you're really dedicated and I would just do the work. I wouldn't even say nothing to anybody. I would just do my work. And just the people were gravitating towards it. Like, I would just, I would go to every game for free. Like, sometimes I snuck in games if I didn't have a lot of money in high school. Like, I was really dedicated because I had a passion for it. I feel like passion and really just, I feel like passion is what's going to lift you up the most. Like, what's going to help you the most? Just having passion.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, for me, sometimes I can be super impatient, but with uh, Take take Bold Moves Only, for example, uh, I really love it so much. And it gives me the opportunity to speak with people I never would have spoken to if not for BMO, such as yourself. And that really just helps me to push aside any sort of negativity and just keep working on it. But uh, yeah, I really appreciate you coming on and thank you so much for joining the Bold Moves Only podcast. Uh, Thanks for having me, man. It's an honor. Okay, thank you everyone for listening. I hope you all go check out Michael's book, The Pain, and have a great day. Let's be bold.